Welcome to the Destiny Church and Throne Podcast, where we hope to inspire, stir, and provoke you to know Jesus and make him known in your daily life. Enjoy. Perfect. Let me get comfortable here. Uh, hey, everyone. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. Uh, as I said, if you saw our Facebook post, uh, due to inclement weather and some things like that, and just kind of um, just wanted to make sure that everybody was safe and able to get out of this weather. Um, uh, we decided to just do this just online for tonight, as well as this will be live. It will also be on our podcast. Um, give me a quick second. I'm just going to check our feed. I already got confirmation that we can hear. I'm just going to double time it so you guys, so I know that you all can hear me. Bless the Lord, my soul. Oh, my soul, Jesus. All right, looks like looks like we're good to go. Uh, well, hello, everyone. Uh, thank you so much uh, for making us a part of your night. And uh, those that are going to be catching on the podcast, thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of your day, your morning, your, your noon, your night, whatever it is, or however you're listening. Um, you know, this School of Servanthood that we launched this month, you know, it kind of goes in line with what we've been teaching about in depth um, in these different, you know, schools, so to speak, that we've been kind of running with here and, you know, our School of Worship our school of prophecy, now the school of servanthood. And the cool thing about it is the testimonies that come forth from just digging a little deeper into things that maybe were never really viewed as serving or, you know, I never really understood that portion or whatever it is. And so I'm just really, really excited. You know, we've, we've really kind of laid the foundation of serving. Uh, last week, Pastor David talked about uh, serving with a heart of worship. Beautiful, beautiful um, um, teaching that was. Uh, Nicole actually kicked us off. She's actually the serve team leader here at Destiny Church. She kicked us off talking about just the foundations, the fundamentals, you know, of serving. And tonight, I just want to talk about serving on a daily basis, serving in your local church, serving your city, serving your region, and just kind of what that looks like, you know. Um, you know, to, you know, serving with the heart of Christ. You know, we, we know this, that Jesus came to serve, you know. Uh, and so what does that look like to serve by your gifting in your grace and um, so strap in for this. I won't be here long, uh, but I do have some things I'm just going to kind of scripturally share with you and then also share some experiences and some things that I've gone through, some testimonies of what that looks like to serve uh, in your city, serve, you know, serve your county, your region. I want to open up uh, with this first, because what I want to hit on right out the gate is one of the greatest ways that you can serve your local church is just by plugging in. OK, um, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of pastors all over, um, it, uh, just like, what's one of the things that honors them so much? And it's when people just want to serve. It's when, it's when, you know, a lot of times in the Western culture church, let me just say it like this, we feel like the pastor has to do everything, right? And we leave it on the pastor, the, you know, everything's on the pastor, they're in the forefront. But to be able to have a heart of, of, of people in our body that want to serve, you know, hey, what can I do to serve the vision? How can I push forth what God is showing you? What can I do? And it's from the simplest things, right? It may be, hey, we just need some more people to step up in our nursery, right? We need, we need some more individuals to, to help out with kids' church. Or we need somebody here every Wednesday morning to, to sweep the cobwebs out of the corner. Whatever it may be, we're always looking for those who can serve uh, and push forth, the, push forth the vision that God has given us as leaders and as pastors. And so I just want to, like, just stir you up in that for a moment. You know, find ways to serve in your local church. Don't just wait for the pastor or a leader to tell you. We all have a responsibility uh, to be able to say, hey, I can do this. This is what I'm able to do. Here's how I can serve the church. So I just want to share that first off because 
as a pastor, you know, I've only been doing this for, you know, since 2020 before, you know, I was an associate pastor, youth pastor, things like that. But to be able to kind of, you know, see this side of pastoring, what it looks like, that having people on your team, in your flock, that are willing to serve no matter what, meaning I don't care if my name's on the marquee, I don't care if I get a pulpit, I don't care if I get a microphone, I want to serve what God is doing, you know, in this house. And, and let me let me share this, because this is something that's very big in our house. Each, you know, each body's different, you know, I know that, but I just want to share, again, here comes an experience. So here at Destiny Church, we have a heart to feed the city, clothe the city, meet needs, do unto the least of these. That's a big call on our heart, right? And so we, that's one of the things that with our church, you know, as a member of Destiny Church, there's always opportunity to serve the city in the realm of feeding, clothing, you know, picking up donations, you know, filling up a pantry box, you know, being here to cook a meal on Mondays, you know. And so there's, so there's awesome opportunities to do that. However, if you're just waiting for someone to tell you, hey, you know, go, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? You know, sometimes people don't want to always be told what to do, but if you have a heart to serve, you're going to look and see, okay, is there a need that I can fill? And so that's one of the things here with us is that, we, you know, there's always ample to be able to, ample opportunity to be able to say, hey, I want to help serve. I want to help load pantry. I want to help do this. I want to help, you know, because there's a, there's a mission and a vision that we know that, hey, this needs to be fulfilled. And so we can have people in our church and our body that say, hey, I want to serve to the capacity that I can serve, right? It's not about how many scripture do you know, right? How many books of the Bible have you have memorized? It's just about simply saying, look, I have a heart for people. I have a heart. I, I love people. I have a heart to serve people. I want to be able to, to help the vision and the call of God. And so what can I do? If that is, you know, making to-go boxes and bringing them down the street to elderly that are in need, to widows that are in need, there's your area to serve, right? And, and so that's, it, it's not always the most glamorous, right? Washing dirty feet is not glamorous, amen? <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but it's needed and it's necessary. Why? Because it's the heart of God. And so in your church, I want to stir you into this. All the pastors say amen. Look for opportunities to serve. Don't serve to get looked at. Don't serve to try to get a title. Don't serve to try to get promoted. But serve with a heart that says, I want to help push the vision of this ministry, this church. And do it within your means. Don't try to step out of your grace, right? Do it within the means of what you know God is calling you to do. And so let me read this to you. It's in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 through 11. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of special gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy uh, uh, that God supplies. And then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ, all glory and power to him forever and ever. Now, I want to say this one more time. Do you have a gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. Look. What is it, what is this gift that God has given you to serve others around you? What is this gift that God has given you to love others around you, right? Have you said yes to the simple call of, I'll be there on cleanup day to sweep the front of the church, right? I'll be there on cleanup day to pick up, you know, a piece of trash. Hey, whenever I'm out and about in my community, I'll do what's necessary to pick up somebody's groceries or, or, or even pray with someone because God has put them on my heart. Like, what is that gift God has given you to do to serve one another in love? Because in you saying yes to that, right, and you saying yes to that, everything you do will bring glory to God. And that's the beautiful thing about serving one another is, is there's no, you know, Jesus died for all, right? So he's not like, hey, I just died for this denomination or this denomination or how this person was, you know, for God so loved the world, right? And so us serving individuals is not based or, 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 or 
um, it, it's not, there's no foundation of it of whether or not they go to church or they don't go to church. And so I just want to hit you with that. It's like, what has God put on your heart to be able to serve others around you, okay, um, on a daily basis? What is it that he's put within you? And let me say this too, and, and I'm just kind of talking with you. We're chatting here, right? I just want to say this. Have you been spending time with Jesus to know what that gifting is that he's put within you to serve one another in love, right? Because I don't want to be just like my brother. Now, I can, I can do some of the things that my brothers and sisters are doing, right? But, but I'm not called to be transformed into their likeness. I'm called to be transformed into his likeness. And so I want to say unto you, like, get with God, get alone with God, and ask him, Lord, what are these gifts that you've put within me that I can do to serve and love those around me to help bring glory to God? As the scriptures say again, do you have the gift of speaking? Speak as though God is speaking himself. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all your strength and energy. Like, like what has God given you to do and then go after it? That's what we talk about, being accountable to the call of God in your life. You know, that's very important when it comes to serving others around you. You know, this does go way beyond passing out food or cleaning a toilet. You know, we say around here at Destiny Church, we always say uh, toilets before titles or toilets over titles. And, uh, and we love that, you know. There's that old saying, you know, that if, if serving is beneath you, then leadership is not for you. And so we want to lead. We want to be at the forefront. But the greatest leaders personally, the personal, the greatest leaders that I know, they're all servants. They all love to serve. They'll do whatever's necessary to meet a need. They'll drop everything if it means going to help someone uh, because they're in dire need of something. It means leaving the 99 and going to find the one. And so I just want to say to you, get alone with God and begin to ask him, Lord, what is that gift you've put within me to be able to help to serve others in love? All right. Um, one second here. I want to read to you uh, Matthew 25, uh, verse 37, 40 here. And it says, um, uh, the righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink or a stranger and show you hospitality or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. Now, this is something that to me goes along, along the lines of serving your city. Okay. Now, not everybody's going to have it put together. Not everybody's going to look like you, sound like you, smell like you, right? There's going to be some people that God calls you to serve that you may think to yourself, why am I serving this person? They don't deserve it. They dug their own self in this hole, blah, 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 right? You may look at it like that, but, but the heart of God doesn't see it like that. The heart of God sees that what you do into the least of these you've done unto me. And I want to read to you one more time, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and, and, and feed you? And so a way that we can serve people is by feeding them spiritually. Now, hear me on this. I would like to even say unto you that, 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 that evangelism is a powerful form of serving. And one of the greatest ways you can serve your city, okay, is evangelism. <laughs> if, if this makes sense, let me go here for a second. Um, you can feed, you can clothe. All those things are great, right? And remember, do it with love. Do it with the right heart posture, okay? Let, let me just say that. Doing it with the right, right heart posture to show and display the heart of God to the world around you, that's a very big deal. Um, but, but one of the ways that you can serve your city is through prophetic and active evangelism, beloved, by daily, right, being obedient to what God is telling you to do to share the gospel with somebody that's in your path, in the supermarket or whatever it is. That's one of the best ways to serve your city is by telling them what God thinks about them. Countless testimonies, all right? I could be here for countless testimonies 
of people getting saved, set free, delivered in Walmarts or wherever, your market basket, HEBs. Well, why? Because of prophetic evangelism, because of serving, right? Because of saying, okay, well, God, this is what you're telling me to do. Now, in this moment, in this case, let me serve this person by delivering them the message that you have for them or by sharing your heart or sharing the scripture that you put on my heart. And this is one of the greatest ways that you can serve your city. Yes, feeding them, clothing them, volunteering at certain organizations or whatever it may be. Those are amazing ways to help your city, no doubt about it. But one of the greatest things that you can do is evangelism in your city is one of the ways that you can serve. Like, like it's, it's, it's my favorite way to serve. It's just by telling people what God thinks about them. And again, this goes back to you being close to the Father's heart, knowing the way he thinks, carrying the mind of Christ, and understanding that God wants to speak to you about the world around you. And so, um, I don't know, I just, I just really saw that. And like, you know, when I, when, I, when I heard that, you know, I tell you, you know, what you do unto the least of these, you've done unto me. Like, I think about it like those people that oftentimes were like, oh, they don't deserve this, you know, whatever. Well, that heart posture is not correct. Think about it, if we're like, oh, they don't deserve it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Like, I don't know if like necessarily we see, you know, God's mercy in that. I mean, there, there is an aspect of it, but I like knowing that God said, I, I love the world so much in the state that it's in. I'm going to send my son so we can be closer, right? I'm not waiting for them to get cleaned up, dressed up and looking beautiful, getting all that crap out of the way. Then I'm going to send my son. And so whenever I'm serving the city and for those around me that I know have a heart to serve, when they are serving, they're saying, God, whatever it is that you're wanting me to do, I'm going to say yes to. And even doing it into the least of these. Now, this is not economical status either. Is that a right, is that a right word to use? This is not the status of your finances, whether you are least of these. I know some very wealthy people that are the least of these that are completely spiritually bankrupt, right? That are living in depression, that are living, you know, in chaos. And so I know some very wealthy people living like that. I know some very um, um, not so wealthy people that are joyful, that love Jesus and they're crazy for God. And so anyway, I just want to throw that out there as like a disclaimer, like doing this to the least of these is not just, you know, financial status. And, and so, um, again, one of the greatest ways you can serve your city is just by going out there and doing your evangelism, telling people about the gospel, telling them about Jesus and the cross and what he accomplished and who he is and, and, and salvation and all these different things. And so uh, anyway, um, hopefully that that hits you where you're at there. Um, because, you know, I like to really think about it. You know, the, the, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And uh, laborers serve. Anyway, all right, Romans 12. Um, this is what I want to kind of finish out with. Again, um, hopefully this kind of hits you. I just wanted to run through a few things with each and every one of y'all. Give me a second here. Let me make sure everything's still flowing good. I just wanted to run through this with, with you guys and just kind of touch base and really just talk a little bit more in depth about what, you know, what it looks like to serve your church, serve your city, uh, serve the people around you. And this is what I really want to close up with here. Um, this is in Romans 12. Now, this is a three through nine, so bear with me as I read this. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you that ability to prophesy, speak out as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it's to give, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take that re responsibility very seriously. If you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. 
hate what is wrong and hold tightly to what is good. So I like to think about this as such an amazing serve sandwich. The top bun, what you have is don't think of yourself better than you really are. Be honest in evaluating yourselves by measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. So that's the bun. And the meat and the fixings and all that stuff is what we see in between that, right? There's many parts of the body. If you have a gift for, for, for prophecy, for serving, for encouraging, for teaching, and that's all that inside meat and all that goodness. And then the bottom bun is, is, uh, is don't just pretend to love others, really love them, hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. This serving sandwich, right? And so I know that might sound goofy or whatever, cringy, but just follow me on this for a second. Like, like the heart posture of everything we do from serving has to be taking a, a, a true evaluation of our heart. I like to say that honest transformation comes through true, honest heart evaluation. And so with that being said, the heart posture and the way that you serve others, I know a lot of people who prophesy that don't serve and treat people like crap who think that they are better than a lot of people and who aren't willing to do what's necessary to help those that are in need. I know a lot of people that function in the giftings and the signs and the wonders and all these things, but they just don't have that heart. And I've seen it before, and I'm sure you have too, and nothing against them, just grace. Maybe they haven't learned that part yet. But, but the thing is, is that in us doing what we're called to do, we can't think of ourselves better than we really are. We have to actually have an honest evaluation in our hearts because this to me is where serving, right? Jesus says, I didn't come to be served, but to serve. If he was coming back and you have all these people that are thinking, you know, he's the next king and he's going to deliver them and all this, like he could have got everybody to serve him. Hand and foot, right? He could have been being fanned as he just hung out eating grapes, you know? And so in, in our pursuit of the, of the calling of Christ, guys, we have to really love people. Don't just pretend to love them. Allow your, your, your words and your actions and your honor to display the love that you have for one another. And we do this by serving based upon what God has given us. And that's why it's so important to know your identity. This is why the enemy longs to rob the church of their identity. Because, hey, look, it says that God has given us different gifts uh, for doing certain things well. Do you know the gifting God has given you? You may know Pastor So-and-So's gifting or your favorite, you know, Facebook apostle. You may know their gifting, but what is your gifting? You can't function appropriately in apostle Facebook so-and-so as anointing. You can't do it. You've got to be able to understand and know what God is calling you to do, right? And so that is why it's so very important to understand the identity of who God says that you are. And this is why the, I believe the enemy longs to rob the church of that. Because it's within that you can't do an honest evaluation of yourself if you're comparing or trying to clone yourself to look like, you know, a Facebook apostle guy. Um, and so just be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring of yourself by the faith that God has given you. And again, don't think that you're better than you really are. This is the heart of serving, right? Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't touch that. Oh, I can't be there. I don't want to be like we just actually. Uh, prayed for a, a group this morning. We were serving the city with meals. We prayed for a group that's going to be helping um, um, the homeless in, in a local area downtown, and they're going to be helping the homeless and stuff. And, you know, they're like, you know, we really need prayer because, you know, we don't really know what we're dealing with, who these people could be, this, that, and the other, and we just pray for safety. And we prayed for them. It was amazing. But the thing is, is like the people they're going to be serving are probably people who haven't gotten showers in weeks, 
don't have the best hygiene, whatever it may be. But instead they're saying, you know, we're going to go meet them where they're at in the nighttime hours. We're going to go meet them where they're at. We're going to go bless them. We're going to go love on them. We're going to go preach the gospel to them. Right. They didn't think of themselves as, oh, God, we're much better than this. We shouldn't have to do this. I'm a good Christian. I've been serving you for 30 plus years. I sit on my cushy seat every Sunday. I check the I check the box, you know, religious Sunday. You know what I mean? Like, no, they gave an honest evaluation because they understood the grace God had put on their life, the measure of faith that God had put on their life. And so um, I just want to close this beautiful thing up by saying, um, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Like, truly allow the honor and the actions to match up with what we're speaking and what we're saying. And it has to all be done in love, beloved. We could put ourselves at the stake, burning for the poor, right? We could give up everything that we have. We could go and sell all of, all of our possessions and go give it to our local charities. But if it's not done with love, it's nothing. And so this whole thing is, is I, if I could wrap it all up, is, is serving in love right? Serving an honest, authentic love. If you love your church, you'll serve. If you love your tribe, you'll serve. If you love your city, you'll serve, right? If you love your family, you'll serve. All the things that you love, you will serve. This is why I believe Jesus said you cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve God and man, and you can't do it. Why? Because in order to serve something, that means that you're going to be unified to it. And you cannot be divided in your service. You know, uh, back in the day, the, uh, you know, one of the things that, that the church grandmas used to say is, you know, you can't have one foot in the church and one foot in the world, right? And we've heard that many times before, but uh, there is so much truth in it, right? We cannot be divided. And even in our serving, beloved, you cannot be divided. If you have, you know, your, your heart posture is, oh, I want to be noticed, this, that, and the other, you're going to burn out quick. Why? Because you're doing it for yourself. There's no grace on it. So you're going to get tired of serving. You're going to get tired of cleaning. And so after a few weeks of cleaning that toilet, after a few weeks of cleaning the cobwebs out in the corner, and the pastor's not asking you to get on the mic, and the pastor's not highlighting your performances or putting your volunteer of the week up on Facebook, you're doing it out of your own efforts, your own power, you're going to start to burn out. There's no grace there. You're trying to lean on your own self out of a wrong heart posture. And that wrong heart posture won't hold up when it comes to serving and love and authenticity. Um, hold tightly to what is good, beloved. Serve, serve, Serve. Serve your church. Talk to your pastor. Talk to your leadership team. How can I serve the church? What's the need in the church? How can I help? What is it? There's a call for everyone to serve. All right. You may not be called to wipe toilets. You may not be called to pick up trash at, 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 at you know, 5 a.m. in the morning. You may, whatever it is, you may not be called to, to, to do nursery. You know, you, oh, I can't be around those babies. I got enough at home. Look, you may not be called to do those things in your heart, but you are called to serve. And all those things fall under serving your church. You may feel like, oh, it's been a long day. I just want to get, get my milk and go home. You may feel like, you know, I, I don't, don't want to talk to anybody. But God's heart is different. God's heart is I have a word for somebody. I want, I want to use you to bless somebody, right? Serving your city. Um, and so anyway, uh, I love you guys tremendously so much. Thank you so much for watching. Um, I, again, I do have some notes on here. If you're wanting the scriptures of the notes that I was using today, I can definitely shoot that over to you as we've done with all of our other curriculum. But tonight was just more of kind of like a free flow. Uh, I literally, in my notes, guys, all I have is uh, just uh, three scripture. And so I just wanted to just kind of flow with you. You know, I love, I love what God is doing in the body right now. You know, the, the unity, the helping one another, the partnerships. And, uh, you know, you don't have to do it alone. And so I want to say this, and, and I just feel really led to say this. Um, if you're a pastor or a leader watching this, or you're listening to this on the podcast, and you've been feeling lonely, you've been feeling tired, you've been feeling burnt out, you've been feeling like, 
Why is no one in my church serving to the capacity that I think they should be? And especially for those that don't have those 100, 200 member churches where, you know, volunteers are all over the place. For the 20s, the 30, the 40, you know, heck, even those with churches of 10 or 12, right? Look, again, I'm going to say this. Numbers don't dictate the presence of God, okay? Don't allow numbers. There's only one disciple at the foot of the cross with Jesus. Just one, okay? Uh, but he fed thousands, and he was with those. So, so let me just say this. Let me preface that. Um, so if that's you, but, but I want to say if there's anything we can do to help, you know, just to talk to you, just to share heart, just to share vision, um, maybe even just to pray with you. You've been feeling a little down and out on, on you know, on just like, oh, I feel like the burden has been on me. Um, I don't think pastors should be getting burnt out. Um, I've been doing this for two years, strong, full-time, 100%, and I've never had a burnout session. And I believe it's just because I've, I've leaned in on be- my beloved. I've leaned in on Jesus, and I've allowed my heart to, to, to just say yes to what he's calling me to do. And, uh, and I want to I help any way that I can. So, again, I don't know why I'm saying this, so maybe there's a, a pastor or so listening here. Maybe you've kind of just been struggling, not seeing your church really, you know, serve to the capacity that you see. Maybe you feel like there's too much on you. You just need help or someone to talk with. I don't know. I just feel led to just say that. So, anyway, I love you guys so much. We're going to be back here on Monday to final, to do our, uh, to final out um, um, the School of Servanthood. We'll be back again. I believe it's in the spring is when we do our school of worship. We'll be back with that. That's always a fun time. And if you're looking for ways to serve in, the, in your community, go down to your city hall. Go down and talk with them. See what are some ways that you can serve your city. What are some things that you can get plugged into. Go shine bright, okay, for Jesus everywhere that you go. You're a city set on a hill, okay? You cannot be hidden. So go shine bright for Jesus. Let your heart posture be rooted in authentic love and saying yes to Jesus. God bless you guys.